secretly hid her dragons away in small pockets of the city so that she could deliver a really cool surprise later on. Jamie pushed Bran out of a window, but Uncle Benjen scooped him up to safety. Arya killed a bunch of Freys while her brothers and sisters decided what to do with the invaders at Winterfell. Cersei started planting wildfire all around the Sept of Baylor. What led to all of this, I might ask? Hello! Season 6, Episode 8. Welcome back to Previously On, where Kurt is watching Game of Thrones backward. I'm Chris. I'm Kurt. Hello. Um, That's my name. We have just watched, uh, yeah, season season six. What did you say there? Season six, episode eight. Um, and yeah, we, I freaking loved this episode. Actually, Chris and I haven't even mentioned this episode. Usually, we like chat for like ten minutes yeah. beforehand. But he we, was playing Untitled Goose Game, and so right. we talked about that. And instead. let's let's uh, let's just clear the room, clear the air a little bit here, and talk about some Untitled Goose Game <laughs> for about five minutes. Because if you haven't played Untitled Goose Game. It's pretty good. Uh, you are missing out on the cultural phenomenon that defines our time. It's pretty good. It's very good. You, that game. You get to honk at a boy and scare him. And <laughs> if that doesn't delight you, that, you were wrong. It's funny because it delights me, but also made me feel kind of bad. I felt like a bully. It's but a there's something about bullying. being a yeah. There's something about being a goose that makes it feel yeah. okay. He falls down and he doesn't skin his knees or break yeah. his nose he or just anything. Drops his glasses. He d- yeah. And literally the only reason technically that you want him to drop his glasses is so that you can just switch him out for a different pair of glasses, which seem to work weirdly. Which is funny, but very harmless. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it is a wonderful exploration of. Mm, let's call it benign harassment. <laughs> I did see a uh, a Photoshop where uh, the motorcade for John F. Kennedy were rendered in the style of the game, and uh, there was just the word honk from the <laughs> off screen. Uh, <laughs> the memes of that game are strong. Oh, man. Did you see the one where someone animated uh, the clip? You know that uh, home video clip of uh, a little boy running out from behind the pool with a knife? And and the person with the camera's like, oh, what do you have there? And then he's like, a knife. And then they're like, no. I think I have seen that because it's like a three-year-old boy. Yeah, right? it's like a really quick clip. It's hilarious. Well, someone reanimated that with the goose oh running through with the knife and honks. And then they're like, no. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing a lot of really, like the, the fans of that game are like making some really amazing <laughs> okay. content for that. Anyway, Enough goose talk. Burp, burp, um, honk. We got a couple freaking voicemails, so we're gonna listen to them. Yeah, let's uh, let's listen to a couple voicemails, and uh, we will uh, we will talk about our thoughts about the contents therein. Um, here is voicemail the first. Hello, I promise I'll send a Bran Raven at some point. Um, I'm almost caught up with the show. I really am enjoying what you guys are doing. Um, one piece of advice I think I have is um, I feel like every few episodes at least you guys should have someone on who really knows the show really well. Um, Chris I, is doing a, you know he's doing a great job. He's been uh, doing a lot of hard work, but sometimes it feels like I think he I don't know how well he remembers the show, and I think he almost confuses Kurt at times. I think also sometimes I don't know if Chris likes the show very much so um i think that might be part of why lately you know i've been noticing kurt's been like yawning a lot and i'm wondering if he's enjoying himself and i think that the confusion is probably building i definitely recommend visual you know like having a map having family trees and whatnot but also um just someone to even remind kurt of what's already happened um you know it seems like he's, you know, because we all know at the start of the show, it's so confusing, all the stuff that you're learning. It's the same thing for Kurt, but at the end of the show. And there are some important moments at the end where I feel like you guys were focusing more on, you know, the backlash it was receiving without, you know, I think realizing that it's important for Kurt to know where a lot of these characters go. Does he remember how Theon's character arc ends? Does, um, you know, Jorah, he didn't remember that Jorah died uh, with Danny, I think that's really important, and just um, a lot of stuff along those lines. Also, Kurt should definitely, definitely watch the scene 
at the end of the long night again with the music because he talked at one point about the music being um, uh, very samey for a lot of the, the episodes. And, you know, he hasn't gotten to know all the different themes like the Reigns of Castamere and whatnot, but I definitely think he should listen to uh, the scene at the end of uh, the long night where it's just this long stretch of piano music. It's beautiful. Um, anyway, sorry, for, I don't mean to be sounding like I'm critiquing. I'm really enjoying the concept of the show, and I hope you guys are having a great time. I really hope Kurt's actually enjoying the show, and it doesn't feel too much like a chore. Uh, and I'll come up with some great brand messages sometime soon. Uh, keep it up. Thanks. Bye. Oh, I'm having fun. <laughs> we we are having a lot of fun. Um, this I don't. I I'm, we we talked about this briefly before we started recording. I think that this is a an opportunity for us to take a look in the mirror a little bit and maybe acknowledge some some of our uh, shortcomings. Yeah, I've been trying to. He he brought up a lot of stuff that I've been trying to get better at. Or actually, I think both of us like we've been because yeah. we we have conversations where we're like, man, I feel like I. Well, because honestly, even um, something that he didn't bring up as a as a flaw was I felt like it was a flaw when I was like writing every detail down that happened in the show. And like recently, I've decided that instead of doing that, I have more fun talking to Chris when I'm just like writing down sort of what I was thinking through the show. And I think, yeah. yeah, and, And so anyway like yeah like there were there were moments like right before this season like chris and i were like oh we should do some sort of family tree and actually i haven't posted images so that's probably why he doesn't know that and and we need to figure out how to post we need to start an instagram for the show yeah maybe okay so i need to just jump on that i'll make the instagram sure and then we'll plug it next episode because we and and i don't really have a lot to show but i have a little bit of a family tree going already because i i just thought that would be funny and also helpful because exactly what he's saying he's like you know i'm i'm not only like forgetting things that I've seen, but also I'm not organizing my thoughts about the family um, and like who who is who enough to really remember or like, it, it, I think it is like it, important to have like a context mm-hmm. that I, of what I've seen before. And so I've, yeah, I've been trying to do that and I have this board of like uh, people's names with like little strings connecting them with like hilarious misspellings and <laughs> some somewhat tangentially it it brings me an inappropriate level of joy that <laughs> kurt's map of names his sort of like pepe sylvia conspiracy theory <laughs> well it came out of map. that it came he, out of that like uh, always sunny in philadelphia like image of, of yeah. charlie like yeah. writing that yeah well it, kurt has chosen for some reason I don't know if this was a, a a choice or what to use too much yarn between each connection, and so there are these <laughs> these long, limp lengths of yarn just hanging flaccidly I mean, down. I mean, I've <laughs> never made one before, laugh. so I was just kind of like, yeah, there's connections, and then you know, I kind of started to realize they were long, and then I thought it's kind of funny. I'll have to like sort them out and figure out which one's going where. <laughs> I like how much more Make confusing it more it's going to be with limp yarn. Yeah. Oh, and another thing that he mentioned that we should do that I, uh, oh no, we aren't doing like a map of the place, but I have been trying to pay more attention to the map of the place in the beginning. Um, like Olin pointed that out. He was like, you should listen to, or you should look at that and like follow it. And then I was like, okay, I should, or no, maybe it was a caller. Yeah. Tyler Conley said you should like actually pay attention to the map because it's like you know it sets up where you're gonna go yeah yeah. the the locations are for sure this is one of those things where that that george rr jrr sort of one thing emulating another right uh George R. R. Martin was is is a careful cartographer. He he creates these locations and these places that are supposed to be an important part of how the story unfolds. But the show enables a sort of teleportation, fast travel thing that right is very 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 confusing a lot of the time. And so you can have those maps, and they are important for knowing where things are and who lives where and right. who's defending what. Yeah, for sure. But then. <clears throat> As soon as you have that knowledge, you'll also start to go, how in the fuck did these people get all the way there? Oh, you know. Yeah. Burp a derp. Um, like a, a Morrowind, like those big traveling bugs. Yep. Um, 
and, and another yes yeah. i mean honestly yeah so in a lot of the things he's brought up in this voicemail are things that we've talked about and it's, yeah. it's mostly just our insecurities of like because we want to have a good show where you're you know we're like covering the things that you want to hear yeah. covered but at the same time it's like there's only so much time i can dedicate to it and same, same with chris so same. Yeah, yeah. i'm like even the board and we we started making this guess who which i got in the mail and i still need to start pasting stuff to it but we're making like a guess who board of like the characters and then mm -hmm. as a fun little bit we'll gamify that yeah. but like yeah we're trying to do things like that and hopefully that'll keep you interested but yeah there's only so much that we can like dedicate and before it starts to feel even more of a chore because yeah. it isn't I actually that brings up the best part which is like I am absolutely having fun and like this episode is probably one of my like the last couple episodes have been some of my favorites that I've watched so far yeah. and like I'm actually really looking forward to like watching them mm -hmm. um and I yeah it's just it's fun and it's really fun to yeah. just be like tracking I mean exactly cuz like the whole the whole podcast came out of the idea that I had like we, way back in the day um, we should talk about a little bit the the impetus for the creation of the podcast like the the discussions yeah. that you and i had like uh out at henry's and whatnot right so i had even like four this is maybe four or five years ago is when i had even had the concept mm -hmm. idea of like i was like wouldn't it be hilarious or not even hilarious i mean it's going to be funny sometimes but like wouldn't it be interesting like what happens if you watch something that is completely mm -hmm. finished for the first time backward especially if it's something that's really popular because then you have a lot of like interesting conversations to to have mm -hmm. with other people mm -hmm. and like even just the other day i went to my friend's house and i was sitting with two people who had watched the whole show and they were like kind of talking and trying to like keep from spoiling stuff but still having fun conversations and it was fun for me to be like I know what you mean, but I don't know who that is. And it's sort of like a spoiler, but it's also like, but I can't, I don't know that name and I don't even know when I hear it eventually. And it was just funny. I was just I, like, and it was just like such an interesting experience. Cause I'm like having a conversation with him. And then there's another guy in the room who had never seen it at all. And he was like, so he was like alone, but then I'm like, you're not that alone. Cause I'm watching it backward, <laughs> which is like the most alone. It's even more alone than wa never, never watching it <laughs> Be yeah. because like, who is doing this? Kurt, not so much like a, approached me with this idea, like we should do this together, but just kind of was talking casually to me about this maybe three years ago. Yeah. And, and then, I thought it was a great idea. And then, you know, three years passed while we waited out the show and it would kind of come up in conversation, and then suddenly <laughs> the show was ending. Yeah. Well, and, and even my friend, uh, uh, an artist who, uh, an artist who used to be a pretty active in Fort Wayne, uh, passed away, and he was he was like the person who was interested initially, even before I came to you. And and not to say that I wouldn't have come to you, but like yeah. he was in, he was excited about the idea once I started thinking about it being game of thrones because yeah. he because he was like a huge fan of it and and the of the books and stuff so it was just it but but that being said the idea for connecting it to game of thrones was very much an afterthought it was like yeah. it was it but it's but it's perfect with game of thrones because like it is like the only thing that may be more perfect in my mind would be if like I had never seen or read Harry Potter or something Harry mostly Potter just because very good Harry Potter is like close to me like I I am a fan of it so it'd be interesting for me to like mm -hmm. I wish I wouldn't have you know well yeah. I mean I am glad I, I read in, but yeah in my mind if we do a season two of of previously on <laughs> yeah I've never seen Lost it's you and I love Lost and I've watched almost all of it so so i'll finish it and then you're gonna watch lost backwards that's this, happening this that's sounds already happening okay. <laughs> like, Perfect. Well, this you, is gonna be the wildest you heard it here <laughs> hey yeah season two or um, actually whatever but anyway yeah, yeah all of this to say like it chris and i have definitely always been just interested in the in like what it is to watch something backward mm -hmm. and it just so happens it's game of thrones and yeah. i don't mean that to say that like i'm not here to try to enjoy because i really yeah. do enjoy yeah, it yeah. but it's like but it's also 
and I'm also wanting to do a lot of these things to make the show better, like, you know, remember these things. But also it's just, yeah, it's like, I mean, like what we've mentioned before, Chris has forgotten stuff from the past. Right. But but that's what happens. Like when you watch a show and you get to the seventh season, you forget shit that happened in the first season. Yeah. And even even three seasons ago. So it's like for me, when I'm watching it backward, it's no different. And then like what happens when you're watching something backward and you forget stuff that you've seen? Yeah. You're, yep. you're like, you're, it's funny because I'll be like, wait a minute. Why am I asking what happens to this person? Like, I know what happens to this person. Like, yeah. how did I forget? And, it, and yeah. And as for, for my experience with this show, it, it was brought up that it seems like I don't like the show. Chris that's, kind of doesn't like That's kind show. of true. Yeah. I, I really did enjoy about the first three and a half seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then after that, I could see the writing drifting away from the original text and starting to be replaced with standard issue TV writing and it and the show started to feel like something I've seen before and I yeah and I don't ever I don't think we ever try to I don't ever personally want to stick to the negative and and right like I don't want to bring up like people's disinterest or like things that made people mad about the final stuff but it just really did you know I mean like when I was watching it even backward I was yeah. like oh man this is well, why did they do in this today's episode this yeah. is this is one of the episodes that watching it for the first time for me I remember having a good laugh about yeah because there's a chase scene on foot that still manages to knock over a bunch of fruit <gasps> I actually really like that scene are it's you talking a, about Arya being chased by? Yeah, yeah. by what's her face? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's her face? And, uh, and yeah, and, that that chase has a lot of time. Actually, that brings. I, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just tropes like that, like yeah. really weak tropes, like having a chase scene through city streets and somebody knocks over a fruit cart. Those are as easily avoidable as they are implemented. And choosing <laughs> to lean into implementing that stupid of a trope. Yeah kind of kills a viewing experience for me yeah it, it's where i wanted to see something new and different and instead i watched girl terminator chase another girl through the street knock over a bunch of fruit and she's supposed to be recovering from a gut wound that like it kind of comes up when she looks down and there's blood on her hands but like she's still running full sprint and like doing parkour and shit and yeah actually yeah i, I mean come on transition doo, doo, doo. yeah thanks for the thanks for the call and yeah we we i we're working on a lot of that stuff for sure and i really want to make sure that you know a lot of this stuff is i mean like as much as we can to cover as much yeah. you know, like remember as much as i can i'm always trying mm -hmm. and and actually in my notes today there's like some really interesting things that i remember and then i'm like finally getting some closure on with this episode and yeah so yeah. We'll get into it. But actually, that, that chase scene, um, it was really cool. It kind of made me... It, it reminded me not of Terminator, but of um, like this, there's this character in the Twin Peaks, The Return, called Ike the Spike. And he's just sort of like the epitome of like... Uh, it's sort of just like... Like he just... When he's hired to kill someone he is just a beeline to that kill to the point where he'll just like wipe through everything <laughs> and, and this this scene just reminded me of that like the the scenes from twin peaks the return where he's just like like just tearing through people just to murder this person and then yeah, yeah and it was it kind of had like a horror trope to it like the tropes well, that you're talking about they, and, they and, gave her a lot of like mechanical sort of like yeah and it's like just like yeah but she's been trained like she's she has this like much more deliberate yeah slow. she is like gonna yeah. kill well and that's what's interesting is the whole like i was i thought because of some of the things you were talking about like aria is hurt aria is trailing blood and it starts to look like Arya is actually doing this on purpose and she actually has an upper hand. And what's weird is I, it's just assumed, oh yeah, yeah, it just cuts to her after she's killed her. Um, yep. Arya has defeated yeah. her. But I thought it was making a deliberate point to show that she was actually trapping her, but she really didn't trap her. Or maybe she did. Like she There's... she made it she made it dark and then that yeah. was the trap. But I thought it was going to be like this that elaborate like haha, make... I got gotcha, you like That will make sense to you later. Okay. 
So it was because I, I once she started dragging because I know Arya is smart, and so when I saw her start to drag blood intentionally with her hand, yep. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, because yeah, yeah. I was really scared for Arya, which is funny because that it shows how like actually good that scene was mm -hmm. in many ways because I was like, I forgot that she lives later, and I was yeah. like, oh god, I think she like is dead, like she's done for at this point. I just. But then you're like, but why wasn't I, she? Because she man, is like totally hurt, and that woman is is just as much a trained killer as Arya is. So it's like, yeah, there's like, and some you got all of that. You know nothing of Arya's experience. But I get the sense prior, that yeah, this but, this like, woman yeah. is just, I mean, especially with the end, because it shows mm -hmm. Arya with like had mounted her face onto that yeah. uh, wall of faces and, yeah. and was telling what I assume is the um don't get me wrong the god of many faces yeah yeah and, and, yeah and it's like okay so she was so and then she proved herself to him by having done mm -hmm. the, such the a Brendan Fraser crazy looking guy yeah yeah crazy I feet can only see his Brendan Fraser and if he like I can't take him I seriously Brendan Fraser from uh, Mummy mm -hmm, from the Mummy <laughs> I actually really liked the Mummy it was stupid as hell but I enjoyed it. Uh, there's a the first one. There's a really f hilarious Instagram uh, account that is just called the Mummy Two. I think I forget if it's the first or second one. It's like the Mummy Two, and it's just literally every once in a while they'll post a screenshot from one of the films. That's hilarious, and that's just it. Huh? And they're just random, and and, and people follow it from all around the world, and they're like, "Haha, yeah, I love that scene." I'm just like, "Why?" <laughs> have, I, have I ever told you, Kurt, about the Fraserverse? No. So I have this idea that there was a fracture in the universe, Berenstein, Berenstein style. Oh no! Where Brendan Fraser's career continued and succeeded, and he got all the parts that would have gone to Nick Cage, but we live in the Cageverse. Oh, yes. This is actually really good. Yeah. We yeah. live in the Cageverse, <laughs> where Nick Cage got all Brendan Fraser's movie Honestly, parts. Honestly, I like Cageverse. I think that they're equivalent. Okay. I just want to see the other one. Yeah. There's no Nick Cage movie that wouldn't have been exactly the same if it were Brendan well, Fraser. Well, you know why we're living, you know we're living in Cageverse is because Cage has, like, really powerful he has a couple powerful roles tucked away you know like he's mm -hmm. done some real serious stuff that's yeah. like amazing and i don't know if brendan fraser ever did that unless i just don't know his career as well I as mean, i should national treasure would have been the same the rock yeah. would have been the same <laughs> all right wicker man the same all right i'm gonna cut back to the beginning of my notes of the episode yeah um so basically the first thing i noticed on the map in the in the opening sequence was River Run. Um, I I don't know if I've ever seen River Run before, so I made a note of it. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, new new area maybe. So it, the episode starts with this woman who is who I figure out is playing Sansa in a play or no, not Sansa. I I thought it was Sansa, and then she was like, I need to kill Sansa mm -hmm. because someone killed my because she or someone related to her killed my son or something. I was piecing yep. that together. Yep. Later, I pieced it together. I think it's Cersei. She's yes. playing Cersei. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of backward spoils going on in this, and I didn't, I couldn't make sense of any of them. It was like, because like uh, the woman finishes the scene and then she leaves and walks backward, who I figured out was the crane, Lady Crane. Yep. So Lady Crane walks back and there's like a bunch of dialogue on stage that I just couldn't follow. And I was like, damn it, I need to like I, I bet a lot of this stuff is backward spoilers, but I just it, like I've said before, some backward spoilers just sound like total they nonsense. Would, they would feel like nonsense. Yeah. yeah. So um Arya is found bleeding and then um basically yeah, yeah. I don't want to go into everything that happens here, just because I don't know if it's that important. But yeah, like this woman is helping Arya out, um, helping her heal. I'm really not sure how she ended up bloody in this bed, um, but Bianca wanted. There's another actress who wanted this one dead, Lady Crane, mm -hmm. and Lady Crane, like somehow mutilated or messed up her face. It seems. Apparently. <laughs> um, I don't know that we ever get to see 
Oh, okay. Any so this of might that. not I even actually I be something that I... Yeah, apologies to our caller from earlier, but... Uh, <laughs> Damn I, it, Chris. <laughs> Why don't I, you remember it, it? It's been three years. I do not actually, remember Actually, and it. speaking of that, we we are trying to get Olin here more often because he is sort of the person who does remember much yeah. more than we I, than Chris does. Yes. And also, we should... Spe- speaking of the caller, we should maybe have Olin when he's here... Um, maybe when Olin's here, he should be like looking, maybe he could like double his research or two to just see if like, if he could look into stuff I've forgotten. You mean, cause like there are moments where I'm like, yeah, oh, I might've forgotten that he could Google and be like, oh yeah, you remember this. I am a strong advocate for lore keeper Olin. Olin I, is I, lore keeper and he will research yeah. too. He's our yep. maester. Yeah. I'm. <sighs> Olin's huh. the maester of our Ma- show. So we've got maester Olin <laughs> and then we've got, uh, um, Kurt whose position is who what character am i if i'm in game you're, of thrones? you're some kind of bizarro is there a reverse has... brand okay I, okay yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know you're you're narb <laughs> no narb narb i like narb <laughs> you're, you're narb and chris is i think that i'm some kind of broken varus okay <laughs> yeah where it's like I have an unpleasant duty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, Arya's bleeding on a bed. Where? Like, what are we doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Arya's I... bleeding on a bed. What have you done with your life? Not a phone in oh, sight. Oh, you don't. You don't know why Arya's bleeding, do you? No, I don't. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's bleeding pretty good. Well, let's see here. Arya wants to go. Oh yeah, this is the first moment where Arya talks about uh, wanting to go where the map stops, mm-hmm. um, which I know she ends up doing. Yeah, that's her payoff at yeah. the end of the show. Yep. Uh, the Hound has this like. Speaking of horror tropes, I've been watching uh, like fr- uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and um, I'm like super into Halloween time, and so mm-hmm. I always make it an effort to just like watch way too many horror films and i'm not really like a horror fan but i just kind of enjoy mm-hmm. watching them i am also a big fan of halloweeny stuff yeah um kurt's birthday is tomorrow halloweeny but then my birthday is actually halloween what yeah did i know that i don't know that's amazing hmm. you want to come to a halloween party on your birthday or do you already have plans i have to work oh but i'm gonna work dressed up as a wizard <laughs> Everyone knows you're a wizard. You don't have to dress up as one. <laughs> yeah, I just get the hat. You're a drink you can, wizard. You can see the hat from where you're sitting. Ooh, it's a good one, too. Yeah, it's like it, a nice it's, wool it's one. It's okay. I'm going to get a better one from Etsy. Okay, then. Well, anyway, I've been watching Friday the 13th, so I thought it, I thought it was kind of funny when the hound bursts in and does this whole, like, it's, it's basically a perfect Friday the 13th setup here because we have four naughty boys going on about sexual stuff. And probably drinking booze, out camping in the mm-hmm, woods, mm-hmm. and then the hound bursts in and, <laughs> and fucking punishes them kills all. Kills the hell out of them. <laughs> because if you don't know Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th's all about the trope of punish naughty boys and girls yeah. doing naughty things out in the out in the you know oh that's the classic horror trope yeah your, your infidelity or your uh your what is the word i'm like, your promiscuity will be punished the scene was amazing though i was just like what the hell is happening and then later it cuts back to it and you find out that the hound i find out that the hound is you know going to find some people who have fucked with some or like what what happens like they 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 messed with the sept that he was helping build. Yes. And then he's finding them. And then he finds them on a bunch of boards with nooses around their necks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's like, I'm here to kill these guys. What are you doing? Like, oh, we're killing them for like the same reason, apparently. Like, they're punishing them for doing whatever they've been doing. Whatever's you- led them to be. Do you remember what Barrick's issue with them was why specifically he was hanging them Barrick is the guy with Barrick, the eye patch well Barrick's all about the light and the lord of the light and stuff so maybe these boys are like fallen angels Barrick I'll just tell you because it was stated in the episode these guys were also followers of the Lord of Light. They okay. were they were Barracks guys. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. 
but what did they do? Did they say? They done some bad stuff. Yeah. They've just been like wrecking, wrecking yeah. stuff. I I think that you have enough evidence to piece this story together. Um, the hound is chasing these guys. Yeah. He they have a conversation about why he's chasing them and why Barrick and company are hanging them. Yeah. What do you suppose they did? Well, they definitely were destroying the sept, and uh, the sept is for. Isn't the sept? Aren't septs created to worship the Lord of Light? I think the word sept is is exactly interchangeable with the word church. Uh, okay, maybe it's a church of a different sect of the seven specifically of the seven, mm-hmm. and that is the church of the of uh, Winterfell. Or like I, that's what a lot of those people. I think that there's a rough equivalency of the Lord of Light being an Abrahamic monotheism versus a yeah. more pagan polytheism. And that's what the Lord of Seven would be? Uh, oh, everything. Okay. Yeah, so they were building a church to the Seven, and okay. then these So they boyos, went and like vandalized, basically. Or, I mean, it's like sort of an act of terrorism. They did a hanging's worth of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling they just went and messed up this whole church endeavor for this other, and maybe that's not the way of the Lord of Light. Like, it's not, it's not something that the Lord of Light would want. Would they, would, would the Lord of Light want for someone to in in his or her name or their name to wreck someone else's church? It is so inscrutable trying to figure out what in the fuck sort of precepts drive the Lord of Light and his followers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's it, it's one of the complaints that I have with the show. Well, that's what I have for you, yeah. Chris. I think that they were messing around. You know, whatever, whatever they were doing, they were hurt. Yeah, Olin, damn it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> We'd be better with you here, damn it. We would. We would, though. Um, Tyrion made a pa- Okay, so Tyrion made a pact with fanatics of... Um, what's the city? Um, Marine? Marine, yeah. Um, Tyrion made a pact with fanatics in the city of Marine to spread the good word of uh, Daenerys. And there's like, there's like this... Whole, all right, at least that's what I think happened. And there's like this whole like... Just like, Marine's doing well now. Like you, you did a good thing. We've we've done good things around here, and Varys is on. This, this is interesting. Like Varys seems to be on some sort of secret mission, and this is one of those things where I feel guilty because I don't know what the secret mission is. But I, at this point, I should because I've seen the rest of the show. Like the secret mission, he disappears. He comes back later. Is it to figure out that Daenerys is bad or something? No, no, no. He's definitely doing work on her behalf. Yeah, I just don't... Oh, he's getting ships. But from where? He mentions that. He's getting ships, but I don't remember from who. He's, like, going to get ships. Oh, fuck. Me neither. Oh, damn it. Damn it, indeed. <laughs> I, I am... Well, anyway, struggling forward and but, so you? that's not that big of a deal then. Like we, yeah. he, he gets, he probably gets ships. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the High Septum wants to meet Cersei, and <laughs> this is a whole fun scene mm-hmm. too. There's a bunch of crazy scenes in this episode. It's like this is why, actually, honestly, one of the better episodes. I like this episode. Vader rips his, uh, the head off of one of them, mm-hmm. um, and then. The only thing I wrote about all of this is what did Cersei do to get Vader on her side? Because whatever she did to do that, like, secured everything else for her. Because, like, this moment is serious because I thought I never really understood. I mean, before in, like, the next episode, I didn't realize that Cersei wasn't always the queen of Winterfell. I mean, obviously, that's never the case. Not Winterfell, but King's Landing. Mm -hmm. And, like... But yeah, I just never th- entertained the thought, and then I'm like, oh wow, she was recently not the queen, mm-hmm. and then I saw why she became the queen, and then now I'm like, how does she operate in this city before she was queen? Because she's serious, she's a serious force. Yeah, but the serious force seems to be pretty much because of Vader. Yep, 
or whatever his real name is. Yeah, the mountain. The, yeah. Uh, his name is Gregor Clegane. Gregor. Gregor. Yeah. Like he, mm-hmm. he is like a super monster. So yeah, it's just like, and ah. that's, that's the other fun thing there is that in this episode, you get to see the super monsters, Gregor and Sander Clegane both do some serious, yeah, serious yeah. murders. They're both like Jason. Yeah. Like crazy. Which is why you know that Clegane Bowl at the very end of the show was so it's hyped epic, up. Like, yeah. who's going to win this yeah, fight? For sure. Yeah. Um, l- yeah, so I'm interested to see what the hell happened with, like, Cersei to get him on her side. Because, and then to just to see how she exists at King's Landing before all of this. Because she's obviously, like, a... Like later on, I realized that she, you know, sits sits next to the king because the king is her son. Yeah. Yep. And um, there's a moment later where she's not allowed to stand next to the king, and for very specific reasons. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So yeah, I'm just like getting little hints of like Cersei's life, like slice of life of, of Cersei before she was queen, and it's kind of interesting. Um. Do, 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 do. Lady Brienne of Tarth um, has Jamie's sword, which I know about from previous mm-hmm. or like later episodes, um, and I get to see a lot more of like Jamie, Lady Brienne stuff. Um, uh, Brienne. So yeah, there's like a lot of stuff in here that was confusing to me. There's Podrick Pave, which is like the Podrick Payne, yeah, Payne. Um, mm-hmm. He is a what is what do they call him? He's a squire. A squire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I just wrote his name down because I I've never seen him before. I or I've seen him before, but not very often. Um, and I I don't know if I had any like real character information about him. Brienne found Sansa, which was like one of her missions, and Jamie re wants to reclaim riverfront or riverfront river run <laughs> fort wayne riverfront development <laughs> we live in fort wayne yeah, uh, yeah. jamie reclaim jamie wants to reclaim river run from the tullies which is blackfish which before this episode i thought was some sort of weird like orca that ran around and was like a sentient race of mm-hmm. creature yep. fish the, people yeah. yeah and um Jamie. This was before he made the documentary about uh, SeaWorld. Yeah. J- <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I, that's what I think that's <laughs> what came into my mind. Like black, black, blackfish. Um, and Jamie reclaimed. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Jamie gave Brienne his sword for one purpose or for, for a purpose. And then Brienne said that that purpose is fulfilled and then he's like, well, you keep it anyway. Mm-hmm. Even though he knows that there's a potential that he's going to have to fight her. So there's like this really weird like relationship building that is for not. Like, I, I just don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get into that just yet, but I'm I'm curious about all of this. Um, Brienne basically is like, I um, might have to fight you if I don't convince Blackfish to surrender and he's just like, yeah, well that, that'll suck. But yeah, you're right. Um, and she has to do this because she has to fight for Sansa's kin. She is honor bound. Yes. Yes. And so Brienne, um, (sighs) helping. What did I write here? Caitlin Stark. Is a mm-hmm. name that comes up here, Catelyn Stark. Yeah. Catelyn, and I've never—I don't know if I've ever experienced Catelyn Stark. Uh huh. Who do you think? You know what? No, this is a question. This is for, for question time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Blackfish. Yeah, my notes are just like a scatter here. Blackfish's niece is Catelyn. Yes, and King Toman. Tommen. Tommen? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. I don't want to get there yet because that's the next scene. But yeah, so anyway, there's like all this stuff about Catelyn and Blackfish's knee being Blackfish's niece and related to Sansa. Obviously, like all of those are related. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, she, she, like, Brienne is, is 
needs to yep. be fighting for the Starks. And this is this is why <laughs> this is why your yarn board is going to be so much fun and so important. Is yeah. because these things, who's got ties to whom, and why, and when do they come into play, and who is honor bound or blood bound to yeah. you know, this or that? Because yeah, it, Brienne's helping a lot yeah. of people right now for different reasons, and it's a complicated web. Okay. Cut to King Tommen. 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 I had to, and he does this little speech about the faith in the crown, which I thought mm-hmm. about you and Olin talking about how, like, you know, or like Olin was specifically like, you know, religion matters to the people. And this scene particularly shows that. Well, it shows a lot about Tommen. Yeah. His relationship with his position as king. Yeah. And his relationship with his mother, and a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tommen says, hey, Mom, you can't stand next to me right now, because I'm about to... Does Tommen say that? He doesn't, but you get the sense that he he knows she can't be there. It's like someone before him. There's like a guy that's like, mm-hmm. hey, why didn't you tell me there was an announcement? That, oh... Tommen didn't know his mom was going to be there. Or Tommen is a child. Yes. <laughs> and doesn't fully understand that he has the authority to make these kinds of calls. Okay. And yeah. is someone being... else is making them for him without telling him or he is when he's not being manipulated by his mommy, he's being manipulated by someone else. Yeah. And that's that scene. Like, that's what that's illustrating. Okay. So, Lord... Um, let me see. So, Loris and Circe are to be on trial, which I see how that goes. I, I thought this was a funny little forward spoiler. This is, like, one of the first forward mm-hmm. spoilers I've had. I've had backward spoilers, but this one makes me learn... I mean, actually, this is something that happens a lot. I learn something about what I've seen by watching backward, which is why this is interesting, this whole thing we're doing here, listeners. Um, Can I be so bold as to coin the word aft-shadowing? Aft-shadowing. <laughs> Here's a little bit of aft-shadowing. Um, the trial that I saw should have been combat, and damn it, why did they make this rule? I want to see some Circe combat. Because they know they can't beat the mountain. Yeah, okay. Trial by combat doesn't mean Circe fights. That's it, a good point, because it, if he's there... Yeah. means she appoints a fighter. Okay. And she's going to appoint Vader. Interesting. So this is a really a bad thing for her because she's like, oh, crap, I have to like actually stand up to a trial mm-hmm. of wit. Mm-hmm. But this is also one of the, like, Trump accidentally yells about gun control out loud kind of things where it's like, oh, the dumb people did the good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trial by combat? No, nah, we're going to do trial by septum, septum, septums? 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 Yes. <laughs> Trial by stone. <laughs> Circe heard a rumor and her left right hand, her right hand, her left her hand, her hand, um, Circe's hand says, oh, there's a rumor, but that rumor is more than just a rumor. Ha, 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 ha. And I don't remember, I don't know what the hell they're talking about, and I should, because I've seen the rest of the show. I, spoiler alert. What am I not seeing here? Circe heard a rumor, and then he's like, well, the rumor's true, and it's more than that. Uh, and then the Sept of Baylor's is destroyed, and yeah, I'm just like, I'm not sure where this rumor comes in. I, hmm. I'm trying to recall the scene specifically where she talks about a rumor and what that rumor would have been, it's and I'm struggling. right after she is told all this stuff. And then uh, her, her hand is, it's just, I forget how it happens too, but I think they're just sitting there in the hall or something. And then the set, or her hand is like, yeah, or not hand at this point, but yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's like, she's like, he's like, I, I looked into the rumor. I had my birds look into the rumor and it's, uh, it's more than true. <laughs> Gosh, I gotta be honest. I'm I'm drawing a blank here, and I feel bad about that. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe someone will. I'll I'll hear from the. Um, Olin. I might, yeah, Olin. 
I'll God talk to Olin it. about this later, <laughs> and I'm sure he will tell me. Yeah. Um, Tyrion loves wine. Tyrion does love wine. And you know what? Masande and Grey Worm love jokes, even though they were reluctant about them. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene was... <laughs> it, it was, like, potentially a great scene, or, like, there are, like, great elements of the scene, but there is, like, something about the... Like, Grey Worm's performance is just kind of... <laughs> I don't know. It just It was a little hacky, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like I liked uh, I like Missande's performance or whoever's whoever is Missande, mm-hmm. but but Grey Worm was a little bit just like Or maybe it's just Grey Worm's character too is just very like me no joke. Yeah. Like he literally says I tell joke. That or yeah. something. Or and, no, he says I make joke. Yeah, and I, yeah. I just thought that was it it yeah, I get that they that's his character, but it's very goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they really did reduce him completely to a caveman. Well, that's what sucks Tyrion, uh, he's so good all the time. Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of a flaw in him, uh, with the, the actor, um, is that he's around a bunch of varying levels of uh, talent. and I don't think that that guy is a bad actor. I think that no. guy was... Yeah, you're right. Some you're right. shitty lines. You're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think he was fed a shitty scene to try to do. Um, but yeah, that was a fun. Yeah. Otherwise, like it's a fun setup. And like, this is well, the I mean, joke was hilarious. In, like, in that this is a media analysis podcast, this is one of those things that when you write characters telling jokes, you lose the spontaneity of comedy. The, the like when you tell a joke it needs to be the first time you've told a joke if you tell somebody the same joke twice the reaction on the second time is going to be unnatural and weird that's just the truth yeah um just like when they try to write a character that's a genius how does a person below genius level intelligence believably write a person who is of genius level intelligence? It's not right. It's never going to be, which natural. is where the writers are actually pretty good here in one moment where yeah. um, the Tyr- Tyrion says a joke that is rooted in not the, it's like not the art of comedy necessarily, but it's like yeah. te- it's making observational humor about the the um Stark family. Yeah. And he's like with the fly, like trying to yeah, squeeze yeah. the wine out. And it, it was funny. And I was like, oh yeah, like Star- the Starks, mm-hmm. like he's saying he that, loves That drink. joke is older than the show and not specific to the families either. That's, oh. like, yeah, that's just an old joke about oh, okay. drunks. Okay. Uh, but it was great though because yeah. they used it to like, you know, for him to be being very clever about you know yeah. trying to break the ice with these other two characters yeah, yeah. and they're not laughing they're they're just yeah. not having a time and then when they are it's they're forcing a laugh in a scene that they've probably done the 18 scene, takes yeah of. that moment where Missandei yeah. laughs at Grey Worm was just like yeah this there's nothing it to... was very unnatural it reminded it me of um, yeah it reminded me of that famous laughing scene that's taken out of context in uh what's the keyblade game of uh, are you talking about Final Fantasy ten? Uh, is that the scene where he's just uh, like laughing ha, at nothing? Ha, ha, yeah, ha, ha, but that ha. was a forced laugh in to, the game. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's taken out of context, and people are like, "Look at this terrible." I really liked Final Fantasy yeah. ten. Oh, <laughs> he's like, "Don't step yeah. on Final Fantasy ten. Oh no, but step yeah, on but, it. Step but, on everything. Everything deserves to be stepped on. But, but, it, yeah, but exactly, it, you're right. Yeah. It was taken out of context with all those memes, yeah. and it's like that was actually intentionally awkward as hell. Yeah, it yeah. was supposed to have been in that scene. Anyway. The Maesters came back for their, or the Masters. <laughs> the Masters, not the Maesters. The Masters come yeah. back for their property um, at Merlin, Marine, <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> the city of Merlin, Wizard Town. And um, basically, the next time I see Marine in this episode, and then later, or in this episode, is, is, um, uh, Daenerys coming back, coming through with their dragons, or coming into the place, and mm-hmm. and then the next time I see them is like way later, and and I still there's I don't know anyway I don't want to get into it because I'm still a little confused about what's going on here. But um, Catelyn was imprisoned by Jamie, and Jamie holds her brother, Lord Edmir. Edmir, Jamie was imprisoned by Catelyn, not oh. Catelyn was imprisoned by Jamie. And so, yeah, exactly, because now Jamie is holding Edmure almost in 
Like it's like, ah, the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. And Jamie needs to take River for, River run <laughs> to get back at Cersei <laughs> or to get back to Cersei. And this is I mean, in this moment, like like has happened before, like this is one of those moments mm-hmm. that really shows to me exactly what Jamie's MO has always been. And it is what ends up being what drove him through everything. Yeah. But I do want to get back to the question I had. Oh no, I have, and I'll I'll get to it. Sorry. Um, the Kingslayer is Jamie, and Jamie murdered the king at the red wedding. Is what I put together through what's happening here. That's my observation. Sure. And Blackfish Blackfish sends Brienne away to fight for Sansa before the battle starts, and then it does. The show does one of those things where the battle isn't shown, and then it just cuts to like the result. Um, and Jamie is told that Blackfish has been killed. And then Jamie watches Brienne escaping. And then that led me to wonder, what does he want from Brienne? And why is this whole relationship built up? I mean, you see that play out. He knights her, and then he sleeps with her, and then he leaves. But does he actually love her? Oh, I'm just being naive. (laughs) Like, I I just need that to be a nice romantic thing. It's as though the plot there falls apart in season eight. Well, but that's what's weird is I don't even know if it does. It's like, well, yeah, exactly. What were they doing with that? I don't know. But right here. Yeah. The The, the payoff right here. He told us this moment. He just told us that nothing drives him except for getting back to Cersei and that he loves her. Yeah, and then he go, but but yet at apparently the same, he also loves Brienne. Yeah, and I understand yeah. that like there's complexities and stuff, but why write that? And like yeah. because I don't know where it's going. Like like in like what did it? I mean, it it just it's I understand it it just happens like that type of stuff happens, but I'm also just like where is the um like I don't know like did the, he the get, payoff was really unsatisfying. Yeah, it does seem so because I'm just like I don't really understand why he did that. I mean, it's just very selfish, and I guess that is unsatisfying. Like, like he was very selfishly just maybe wanted to sleep with her, but that's a lot of effort. And there's like some serious truth to all of it too. There's like some love for her because he like knights her, and yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Yep, yeah, it it really makes Jamie seem unbelievably inconsistent, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This He's is a one turd of... boy. He is and has always been. This is another one of those beginnings of an arc um, where I see, I finally get to see why the hound was with them. Yep. I mean, I don't really get, I don't really get any explanation as to why the hound sticks with them. Other than that, he seems like he's kind of once um shelter and food and they have shelter yeah, and food. It, it really it seems like convenience <laughs> yeah, doesn't it yeah like yeah. like they will take care of me kind of and i'm a dog my name is the hound yeah so yeah um lady crane is uh the theater woman i wrote because this is the finally when i finally hear her name um and she um she is killed by someone and then question mark um the many-faced god sent this woman to kill mm-hmm. Arya mm-hmm. and yeah um, Arya kills her instead and mounts her face and then I thought she was about to kill the many faced god but it seems like he she didn't have to she just left or maybe she did off screen or what, whoever, Brendan Fraser, the guy that's like representing yeah. either is the many face God or represents the many face God, um, or is like the, the hand of the many face God, who, whatever he is. Yeah. He's like, a, he seems pretty. Anyway, it, I, I, I thought she was about to kill him, but it doesn't show anything like that. He, or no, she, she walks off. So she definitely doesn't kill him. Nope. She leaves him there. But anyway, I got the sense that. Because of the music, it was pretty epic. Arya, that was like the end of a giant plot point, or like a huge plot arc, and the beginning of the new one, which is I'm going back to my family. Um, So I'm interested to see why she had to go through that arc to get to her family again. I'm interested in that. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. 
and that's the uh, end. Yeah, and that's all she wrote. Yeah, well, you got to see the the end of uh, Arya's primary arc, uh, which was fairly important, and I think a fairly good thing to have finally been introduced to. Yeah, what she been up to and whatnot. Uh, question time, I suppose. Oh sure, Catelyn Stark. Who's she? She is niece of Blackfish. Yep. She is sister of... Uh, who is she sister of? Um, Edmure? Mm-hmm. Edmure is the son of the king who was murdered at the Red Wedding by Jamie. Okay. Okay. I'll confirm nor deny anything. And she is... Is she a little... Oh, that's my question. I'm going to ask you that later. Okay. Um, let's see other questions for now. Um, <laughs> who do you think was being depicted in the play that you saw? Cersei. Who else? Cersei's son. Mm, but you see him later. What do you mean? King Tommen? Yeah, he Is can't that- be in the play. Right, he can't be in the play, can he? No, because he's king. Right. So who do you think that other uh, person was in the play? Oh, because he's living. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she's... Oh, it's her It's her son. A different son. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, because Sansa killed her son, which is obviously not Tommen, so she had a different son. She can have more than one son, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's got to be her son. I don't know if I know the name of her son. I, I'm sure I've heard it. But like yeah. I've said, right. backward spoilers are Again, very I'm, confusing. Neither confirm nor deny anything. Okay. okay. Well, I was like, actually really oh. proud of myself for that whole like figuring out that that was seriously, even though it's obvious at this point, but I'm just like... I had to put it together. It took me a yeah, minute. It yeah. took me until the end of the uh, episode. And then I was like, oh, that's who that was. It's a lot of work putting these things together in my mind. What do you think is the deal with the girl chasing Arya and then the guy that she talks to? Like, why do you think she has any association with them? I get the sense that she was probably training just like Arya was at some point um and because once she once once she had to kill Arya um when she was sent to kill Arya by him and then Arya killed her then it seemed as if to him that meant that she took her place or something so i almost wonder if maybe if you reach a certain level of expertise, you're suddenly like the hand of the god of faces, of many faces or something. So, yeah, I, f- I feel like maybe she is like the the top of Arya's uh, people who are, or who, people who are trained as Arya has been. She is like the, the, she is at the top. Why do you suppose Arya would be training with such a such a people? Well, that's what I don't know. Uh, you know, Chris, I just I've never seen the rest of the show backward. That's why these questions are interesting, <laughs> Kurt. Uh, uh, um, I want to hear you speculate. John knows about the de- the dead creatures. Mm-hmm. Arya must know because she loves John. Unless he found out while she was away. I wonder if she is training so that she can kill the dead king. And this is like the ultimate type of fighter that would be able to pull it off. She's trying to be the ultimate warrior. 
She's training to be the ultimate warrior. To kill Circe. There you go. To sneak in. There you go. I'm starting to put it together. There you, you saw go. that. You saw that click. Yep. Because she, at the end of season eight, she her mission is to go in with the hound, and they have different mm-hmm. reasons, and she's going for Circe, mm-hmm. and she is going in for to Circe to kill Circe, and so she's trained to put on these faces to sneak in and kill Circe at some point. Mm-hmm. There you go. Obviously, that's all thwarted by like the, you know, the rest of yeah. what she happens. kills climate change instead. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, with a knife. she is like Greta Thunberg like (laughs) sneaking up behind climate change and stabbing it in the heart yep I like that yeah someone has anyone done like a meme where that reminds me actually do um, some face replacement tangentially again I'm sorry about this Uh, did you hear about the actress last weekend killed herself no yeah um Reese um Reese something or other. What's her name? Reese. Witherspoon? No. How would you do that with a spoon? She did it with her knife. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 This scene was written and sponsored by the writers of Game of Thrones for comic relief. Kurt started smiling a quarter of the way through my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But he, he, he played along regardless. <laughs> okay, are you done with questions? Can I ask yes, you some questions? It is five questions, yes or no. Okay, first question and only question. I don't no, I'll ask you more. But um <laughs> is the daughter of um is Kate is Catelyn? Catelyn, uh, yeah. Catelyn, is she a is she a young kid? No. Oh, okay. Well, I, that's not who I thought it was then. I had theories about who she was. Okay. Well, damn. Um, is Arya hanging out with this theater group in, as a way of disguising herself? Mm. Kinda. Okay. Yeah, it seems like some sort of like protection type of thing. Like maybe she's like, she's under, like I get the sense that she can put on faces and things and she's like, she, so she fits along with theater groups. Definitely and... went there to hide. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> There's more going on there, but I can't go into it. Do I get to see the scene where Tyrion makes a pact with the fanatics? Is that a scene or is that off screen? <laughs> I, I made Chris cry. I don't remember. He's like, well, it was a it was a blow away. It was a blow off question. I, I don't remember. Sometimes five questions are hard to come up with. Um Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that Vader rips the head off a guy. Yeah. No, I did I did mention that. Clean off. I just thought that was that was fun. Yeah. Um at the scene where Bri- or Daenerys breaks in with her dragons, mm-hmm. do are the dragons' presence a surprise to Tyrion and the rest of them? Okay, is there any reason why that would be a surprise to them? That's not a yes or no question. Yeah, just uh, yes or no. Is there a reason it, it, for them to be surprised there? Okay. Um... I mean, they were surprised. Well, no, not by the entrance itself. Right. But, like, her getting there via dragon, because the dragons were screaming, and it. Ma- I'm still just confused about where the dragons come from, or, like... There's there's a thing here yeah. that I, I'm not sure how to approach. Um, she arrived on one dragon... And I think I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering why she was gone, and I wondered why it made a point to, like, have dragon sound. Other than just, like, sound design, yeah, like, the dragons out there. But, like, I was just, yeah, it just feels like I'm still trying to figure out why the dragons are buried 
under the pyramid or behind yeah under the pyramid and bursting out later and from here to there i haven't learned anything new <laughs> yeah so, the dragons beneath the period pyramid yes. that's a mm-hmm. previous the thing. dragons beneath the pyramid mystery is uh i i can't okay. i can't approach it i want to but i cannot okay 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 i do know these answers i'm not weaseling out of anything i'm just can't I mean, this isn't a yes or no question, but it just occurred to me. Why didn't the woman just kill Arya when she was lying in bed? She killed Lady Crane. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't she just run in and kill her there? Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like she has to worry about anyone around her. She was running through the streets. Uh, her hubris. She wanted to chase her. I, yeah, I, yeah, that was like, that's pretty silly. Anyway, I don't yeah. have any other questions. I don't know. I don't have five. That's fair. Yeah, I think that was five anyway. It might have been. Yeah, we'll make four it or that. Five. Yeah, sure. That was. We'll we'll call it five. Thanks again for listening. We'll continue to work on the things that we know we need to work on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, you know, it, it, not not to excuse ourselves here, but we both have multiple jobs, projects, other things going on. And uh, without wanting to sound like this is secondary, it's not. There's just only so much that we can cram in. So please forgive us our shortcomings and uh, we'll do better. Yeah, we're, we're uh, working going on the forward. things. Yeah. Cool. Forgive us. We love you. Good episode of the show. Maybe not this podcast, but it was a good show episode. It was a good show episode. I don't think it was a bad podcast episode. It was good. I had fun. Yeah. I like the episode. myself. Yeah. Well, anyway, goodbye. Mm, goodbye. We love you. Have a good day. on Game of Thrones. Arya was stabbed by a crazy killer lady but escaped. She found a traveling theater troupe and decided to use them as cover until she regained her strength. After overthrowing Marine, Tyrion and co started rebuilding the city's morale while Daenerys went on some sort of secret mission to get another dragon. Meanwhile, the Hound was just trying to build a church to the Seven and some rascal kids came along and vandalized their efforts. They went away to the woods to be naughty and camp out. I sure hope Jason doesn't show up. Ch-ch. <laughs>